Well, hello, everybody. My name is Bill Dupenthaler. I'm Mike Conan. And this is the Legacy Discipleship Podcast. Oh, we get asked questions all the time about what our mission is about, and we're disciple-making ministry. So over these next four episodes, we're going to talk about what does it mean to be a disciple-maker, somebody who is purposely, personally investing in other people's lives to lead them closer to the Lord. Let's dig in. Well, everybody, welcome to the Legacy Podcast again. I'm with Bill, of course, like you already heard, but uh, we're excited about this new series we're going to do over these next uh, few times, four weeks, I guess it's going to be. We get asked all the time, well, what do you mean by becoming a disciple maker? Because that's our tagline, is making disciples who make disciples. And so people want to know, what is a disciple maker? And we've boiled it down to four things that are a disciple maker. Disciple makers purposefully and personally invest in other people's lives to lead them closer to the Lord. I've never been able to do that very well. I, I have to do like this to do it. Did you see what I, I kind of messed it up too? Yeah. But anyway, as we think about this, uh, it is the bottom line is we are about all these things. And we're going to dig in each week. We're going to look at one of these characteristics. So let's start with purposefully. Disciple makers are purposeful. Yeah. What do you think about that, Bill? Well, I when I think of purposeful, I think about uh, uh, another word that's uh, is similar. It's called intentional, yeah. and and when I when I read the Gospels, uh, I love how intentional Jesus was. I mean, it, I mean, there was not a wasted minute. I mean, Jesus only had three years roughly uh, during his ministry, and yeah. and um, and man, every single day, uh, everything was super intentional. One of my favorite stories uh, in the Gospels is is actually in John one when. Uh, He's, he's out and John points to, to Andrew and another disciple and says, there's the one that, uh, that I've been telling you about. And Andrew uh, and the other disciple go to Jesus and Jesus says, what do you want? And, and, he, and, and he said, and they, and, they, and they asked him, you know, well, where are you going? And, and Jesus said, uh, come with me and I'll show you. And then the next line says, and he spent the day with them. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about, like, wow, Jesus, are you sure? I mean, I mean, you've only got, you know, 365 times three days to save the world, and you're going to now spend one of those whole days with Andrew? Yeah. Like, like, really, Jesus? But then you know what Andrew turns into? He turns into... He turns into introducing him to his brother, Peter, who ends up being really the leader of the church. Very intentional. Yeah, it, there's, a, there's a plan and a purpose behind what Jesus is doing, for sure. There's, there's a, a sense when he walked the earth, uh, he was uh, very, very intentional about what he was doing. Uh, I remember when uh, Stephen Covey's, which we've talked about, we're old, sorry, we are old. Okay, let's just confess that right now, we're old. This book came out in the 90s, right? I think 90s. Yeah, uh, back when I was, seven like, I was probably 35, 40 people. years old at that point. One of them was being proactive. It's a habit of highly effective people. And uh, that's one of the things that I think of when I think of Jesus, and I especially think of his call to be disciple makers. We are to be proactive. Uh, as, as we were talking about, the, the Great Commission says, go and make. It doesn't say stop and take a break. You know, there is something powerful about going uh, that is really a central part uh, of everything related to disciple making. It requires a purpose. It requires doing something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and when you read the Gospels, and I would encourage you to do this, uh, 
read the Gospels and, and look for how many times Jesus, uh, the, the phrase is there that says, and Jesus went out, uh, or Jesus told the disciples to go. They were always going, 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 uh, going to people. Uh, yeah. they, they were intentional about what they were doing. Uh, and it was never, uh, uh, let's just uh, sit back and, and hope something happens. Yeah. Maybe they'll come to us. Well, it is interesting how that is what our culture has become. I, I don't even know when this happened, but I don't, there's, I don't, we were talking about it and thinking, trying to think of an example where Jesus said, God, now guys, everybody go invite all of your buddies for my talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't happened. think it happened. It did happen, but he didn't call them to do that, you know, because there are crowds of 5,000, there are crowds of 10,000, 12,000 that are, I mean, it's crazy the amount of people that were there and how did they get there? Somebody had to have invited them. But we don't see Jesus training his disciples to do that. Yeah. He trained his disciples to go and minister to people and make disciples, not, yes. not go so that I can do it. So what is the, uh, I agree with that. Uh, so what's the practical, um, what does that look like for us today in our culture, this, this idea of, of going out to people? I think that there's two different models. When I was in the church, we used to call it the field of dreams model. If you build it, they will come. Remember that? Uh, yeah. If you build it, they will come. And so the field of dreams model of discipleship is basically, hey, we're going to have a Bible study over here of some sort or another, and then we're just going to invite people over to it, and we'll invite people over, and we don't have to learn anything, do anything. We just invite yeah, the attractional model. Yes, uh, yeah, and so somebody who's really good at this uh, is going to do all the teaching and do all, and by the way, not against that either. I, I think there's really something profound. Yeah. We've all been impacted by great Bible teachers. Uh, but what it does is it takes a little bit of the training and, and the equipping and the knowledge that, and the relationship part of the everything yeah. off of the person who's the disciple. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think another temptation that, that people are not purposeful about is sometimes people think it's just going to happen. You know, it's, it's all, you know, part of God's plan and he'll do what God wants to do. And it doesn't matter if I do it or not. Um, and I, I think that both of us don't think that that is how God actually intends any of those. Uh, verses. No, God, God wants to use us and, uh, and, and, Depending on your theology, uh, you know, you may think, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, like you said, God's just going to do it regardless of what I do or not. And maybe, but I'm pretty sure that God definitely uses people. And, and, uh, and we've both had the experience of after the fact going, wow, that was super cool. Uh, like how God used me or how God used us. And, and um, I know for last summer, we went to, um, to uh, France to visit some of our people uh, that we had been involved with in the past. And, and we had several times where, uh, I, mean, I mean, the people actually said, man, I don't know what would have happened if you hadn't have been here. If you, hadn't yeah. if you hadn't come, I don't think I'd be following Christ today. But that kind of thing. You know? Well, there's no getting around it in the Bible that God created humans to carry out his purposes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no getting around it. I mean, God could certainly miraculously have everyone saved. He could take over every TV channel and have just like in the alien movies, you know, where they take over all the screens and everything. God could yeah. certainly do that on every phone, like an Amber Alert. Everybody would get it and they would get the gospel. But that is yeah. not how God works. God 
uh, has given us, his humans, this charge of doing his work in the world. And, and I, I think that, you know, somebody who believes in, I'm a Calvinist, I believe that God is the one who draws people to salvation. For me, that's the most freeing thing in the world. Because then when I'm thinking about discipling somebody, I, I don't feel the pressure of having to convert them. I don't feel the pressure of, oh my gosh, if I don't say the exact right thing or do the exact right thing, this isn't going to work. Their, their salvation is hanging in the balance based on whether I get the right combination of words out or not. Right. I you trust know? that as I'm working, God is working. Right. And he's the one who's going to be drawing them to himself. And he's going to, he's giving me, the, like you said, the ultimate privilege of using me. Yeah. I think, yeah. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I think one of the things we talk about a lot is, is uh, this idea of, of divine appointments. Yes. And, and, um, and, I, and really that's this idea of, of living purpose, purposeful or living intentional. Uh, and, and, uh, and as having your spiritual eyes open and your spiritual ears open to hear and to see what God's doing. Or, uh, a couple of years ago, we talked about that, the, the, uh, spiritual goggles. Yeah. Uh, and if you, and if you don't, Remember what that means? What episode was that? Oh my gosh, a couple of years ago. But anyways, the idea, the idea is being open to what, what God, you'll have to listen to all of our previous episodes to hear what that analogy is. But, but uh, the idea You're is- You're looking for what God is working exactly, in the world and exactly. then you join him there. Yeah, That's the and, bottom line. And for me, it starts with that morning, like my time with the Lord, intentionally saying, Lord, lead me today. And, you know, as you use that language to God use me, I remember when I was starting in my life and how I got into ministry, honestly, I think was being challenged at retreat after retreat. And by the way, we have a retreat coming up in for South Sounders on April 28th through 30th. Unless you're listening to this like five years from now. Yeah. No, it already happened. But, but <laughs> I remember at a retreat being challenged to pray, God use me. Yeah. And it was a, a life-changing challenge. Yeah. And boy, if we played the, pray that every day, it would be pretty powerful. Yeah, but I guess just to, to, uh, to wrap it up, I mean, what we're saying is, if you're gonna be a disciple who makes disciples, you're gonna have to be thinking about being intentional about your life and intentional about every single day. And perhaps another way to think about it is, uh, discipleship doesn't happen unless you purposely do it. Uh, it's not something you stumble into. It's not something you fall into. It's not something God's just going to do miraculously. It requires purpose. It requires intentionality, like you said, and uh, there is no other way around it. The good news is on the other side of it, guys, there's no greater joy than living out God's purposes that's in your right. life. There's nothing that's greater than walking in what you know the Lord would have for you. As you said, Bill, there's nothing that is more exciting than being used by God. Yeah. And so as we wrap it up here and we think about disciple making has got to be purposeful, uh, but it also has to be what we're going to talk about in our next podcast, which is personal. That's right. Well, thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. And we hope that this little series on disciple making encourages you as you think about becoming a disciple who makes disciples. Yeah, and we would love it if you would uh, support what we're doing. Uh, check out our website, OurTrueLegacy.com, and we've got all kinds of great resources for you there, and, and we'd love to see you jump on board supporting us. Also, thanks for being a, a listener and a watcher of what we're doing. Uh, and 
help people find out about us by liking, sharing, subscribing, uh, let people know about what we're doing. So thanks again, you guys, for being a part of all we're doing.